Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Forever! Dog! Let me just say, first of all, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Michelle Collins. This is Midnight Snack. My guest today, um, I can't like an. It was so. I've been wanting to book you basically since we started doing this podcast. I'm like, we got to get Naomi. She's one of the funniest people I know. I adore you. And you are akin to like um, a JD Salinger. I was like, I can't get <laughs> Naomi. You are so busy, Naomi Akparagan, that I genuinely, the fact that we have you this week is a gift from above. You look gorgeous. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to plug for you. One of my favorite comedians. <laughs> Follow her on Twitter at uh, Blackdress and at Instagram at Blackdress Comedy. And uh, she's a Wowie nominee. We're going to talk all about yes. that. Vote for her. Also has a new single out. Sam, <laughs> part of me. Okay, let me just say Naomi Perrigan, one of the funniest people. Naomi, part of me feels like this all happened for a reason. Like you coming on this week because you are, you have so much going on. <laughs> which is insane. Which is like. I feel in some ways like more booked and blessed in a pandemic than I ever was mm-hmm. in the before times. Yeah. And it is so weird. But um, honey, whatever keeps the lights on. You know, Why I came here right now mm-hmm. with a bold lip for you because that's how I pay homage to the goddesses. Okay, <laughs> with a bold lip if I'm seeing Mish. And just wanted to suit up and show up for you. And you know what's funny is that I was like, Naomi is so beautiful. And like, I'm, I didn't feel great today. So I was like, I'm just going to be natural, like feminist ep. I have, I did put (laughs) mascara on for you, but I have nothing else. And this is the artwork in my Airbnb. This is not a personal choice. (laughs) This thing right here. Um, You are really busy. Why do you think pandemic, like why, why are you working more in the pandemic? Seems. I know. It's so weird. I think it's interesting because, you know, you and I, we both do comedy that's more conversational and casual. And I feel like people really appreciate it now more than they did when they had to leave the house. You know what I mean? You know why? Like, have you done, have you actually done stand up shows? I'm sure you have, like virtual stand up. Yeah, I've done some zoomies. Some, some zoomies. zooms. <laughs> the re- you know why? Because finally, our art 
is like worth something because you can't sit at home and watch someone go, I don't know. You know, guys, I just don't know anymore. Uh, um, uh, you know, I, I was at the drive in the other day. Like that level of comedy is not engaging enough for home Zoom shows, I feel. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. I think you're right. I think you're very right. Because I very much am like leaning in in the face being like, oh, my God, girl, did you watch this? Like I'll be in their face like I know them. That's the trick. You have to pretend you know everybody. That's the trick. Yeah. And people will say, oh, and but then this gets scary when they really think they know you. And you're just like, mm-hmm. wait, I'm private. <laughs> I'm a private person, you know? But uh, it's also like yeah. when your personality, like that's things like I don't think I'm fake on stage, right? So the thing is, I will tell you my business. But the thing is, people don't realize that like when I'm not on stage, I no longer want to engage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like I'm, pri- it's more like I'm tired. It's less private and more tired. Well, that's you know it. what I mean? I'm off the clock. I exactly agree. And I don't want to sound shitty because I'm always, unlike Naomi, I'm so grateful to say hi to my fans. after. <laughs> <laughs> unlike my guests today, I love engaging with the fans after. But it is true that they want to continue the performance almost. And you're like, I've just given you 90 minutes, you know, however long it was. Let yeah. me go rest. Like you got, you, you drained me. What else? <laughs> what else do you want? You know, it's tough sometimes. I want to be eccentric. I want to be like an eccentric. Like if I ever get famous enough to be eccentric, what I would do is like after a show, I would go back to like my boudoir, right? I would sit on my chaise. I would cover my eyes with cucumbers and you would come talk to me. But I just like don't have to necessarily do anything bad. Can I like, please? I love that. I'm like, we can engage. Wait, can I please help style this? Like I don't have to be there, but can I help get the kind of aesthetic down? Because I know I'm picturing like an affair to remember, like blanket over the legs. Like, can she even yes. get up? Like, we don't know. She yes. may not be able to get up. I right. love that. Right. Like a reverse Willy Wonka where like you think he's feeble, you know, and then he does a somersault. But then after actually you think perhaps I was faking being able bodied. You could call yourself hot Willy Wonka grandpa. That's like a new character <laughs> for you. Be like, did you see Naomi's new hot Willy grandpa? It's fucking, she's good. She's killed it. I forgot to mention, you have uh, one of the most fun podcasts there is to do as a performer, but also to listen to the Couples Therapy podcast with your lovely husband, Andy. How is that going? How how are you two doing? You're married. You're both so sweet. Like, I, I couldn't picture you fighting, but I could also picture tempers uh-huh. boiling over in the Ekparagan home. How has pandemic been treating you guys as a couple? Girl, I need his face to get out of my face. And I believe he would say the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's true. It's like, we're not, it's not fighting. It's like, we're both, I think, bored. And you can tell, like, like, and I can tell Andy a little better. Cause like, meaning he'll, like, if you come in the, if I come in the room or if I search, he'll be like, what's up? Like a real, like hyper aware, instantly, like what? And I'm like, oh, you want me to leave? It's like you caught him masturbating or watching porn. It sounds like, oh hey, <laughs> like hey. getting another tab. Yeah, that's I know, hysterical. I know. It's like that energy, but that's what he wants. Is like he wants to be alone and kind of is like, if you have something to say, can you say it quickly? So I can read that little tone. Whereas I literally just go, are you going to stay in this room? And then <laughs> if he's going to stay in the room, I just leave the room. But that's like the communication. I feel like my parents, they fight all the time. Like, well, and my mom, you know, my mom is like a former Israeli Air Force person. Like she, when I say she, I thought she's, she's, I did not know that because she's such an icon. She gives me 1950 starlet energy. Mm. I had no idea she was at once in the Air Force. She was, I mean, she was like a secretary. And my theory is like, she slept with all the LL um, pilots. Cause (laughs) when I was a child, I pray my parents (laughs) don't listen to this podcast. When I was a child, Every time we would fly, because my family was in Israel, she would always say, uh, like call the girls over and be like, who's, uh, who's flying today? And they'd say, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, but it's Uri Miskowitz. And she'd go, Uri Miskowitz. Tell him Yudit Glick is in economy. You tell him Yudit Glick. <laughs> and Naomi, one time we flew, I was a little girl in the cockpit of an LL flight from, Oof. I guess, Miami to Tel Aviv. I was in, I was served croissants. They brought us juice. It was like the chicest oh. private jet experience because I'm sure there had been some energy there for sure. <laughs> Without a question. I, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. It also explains why you are accustomed to the finer things. That's nice from of you to say. from a very early age, you were, <laughs> how do you get in those croissants? No, you know what it is? It's the finer things, but like how to do it in like a TJ Maxx way. Like how to do it. 
Yes. Under how to live a fine life, but in an underhanded way, not cheap, but just <laughs> yeah. not yeah, yeah, get yeah, yeah, fucked yeah. over, you know? Um, yeah. But what I was going to say though is that my mom and my mom always fights with my dad and yet they've been locked in their apartment for eight months. They have not left their apartment in Miami for wow. eight months. And so I can imagine though, but for married couples, cause I'm single, you know, so I'm like, Oh God, it'd be so nice to have someone around. And then I'm like, what it, I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Like I can literally go and if I'm really lonely, yeah. make it work for myself. You know what I mean? Like it's so, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I think it is fine. I mean, I know what you mean. Like every now and then my thing is like with, I have a couple of friends who live on their own. And so I just call them just to make sure I'm like my big nightmare is that you've like tripped that you were like on a ladder and you fell in a rickety ladder. But other than that, I'm not like you need a lover. Cause I'm like, you get to control your social interactions. You get to like eat whatever garbage you want to oh, eat. Don't ask. You know, like I'm constantly like saying, don't look at me. You know, yeah. I'm constantly saying, Andrew, don't look at me. I've ordered something else again. I've ordered in again. Should I be hurt that you've never once called to see if I've fallen off a ladder? I've not heard from you once. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, you are always in the presence of a plus one, meaning you have someone watching your back. You're mm. always having an outdoor moment with someone who I'm convinced is like, I'm like, is he a publicist? Is he an oh. artist? I, you have like, the, I don't know. You have like a Euro international friend group. The fact that this is the image you get of me is like, <laughs> I'm howling with like true dog style after it is so not even true. Like European publicists. What are you talking about? I have like three friends from college. <laughs> Um, who are all teensy, you know, I'm the Gandalf to their froads. Like they're all teensy tiny. Uh, yeah. But I have to tell you something. Like I was starting to get so anxious in New York. Like mm-hmm. I just hit a, I hit a real wall, um, with just my apartment. Like I couldn't, I know yeah. everyone is dealing with this right now, but I just could not look at the four walls of my apartment anymore. Are you yeah. having that? Like, are you going stir crazy? Very much so. I think the other thing, you know, and this is on me. You know, I don't like, I don't like driving. It makes me anxious. Really? I'm not great at it. Even, yeah, dude, I, I didn't get a license for the first time until I was 21 anyway. And that was, you know, once I was, once I left New York, cause I'm from New York. So it never really felt like a thing I needed. And then I was like, okay, you have to be out in the world. And then I got a, I got a license. I drove for like a year, then was back in, you know, back at home and didn't really drive again. And so when I moved to LA, I lifted honey for as long as I could. I lifted for as long as I could. Finally got a car. And now I'm just like, people are wild out here. They don't love, they do not believe in signaling. They are going to cut across nine lanes. Like it's the streets are lawless. And I think you have to be a very good driver to deal with that. When I tell you, I sharpen my driving skills because I grew up in Miami, a big driving town, got a car. Like I had a car for three months before the transmission broke as a teenager. But like (laughs) I, I loved LA driving, but I will say if you see a white BMW, literally pull over, like don't get near it. (laughs) Don't, don't try to like out lane it. Like don't try to speed it and get in front of it. They'll kill you. The people who, I feel like there should be psychological evaluations for anybody at a BMW dealership purchasing a white BMW (laughs) Mainly sedan, but the SUVs are not ruled out. It's a real, yeah. it's like something mental there. And LA yeah. is, yeah. what's funny is that I drive now in the city, like I rent a car if I'm back, just again, because I'm in this like escape mode of like yeah. feeling crazed. And um, I've gotten so good at driving in the city. You would shit. I'm like full blown yellow cab, like Bruce what? Willis <laughs> in Die Hard 3. I'm driving through the park. I'm like, People drive with me and they're like, you could legit be a New York City Uber driver. I have the confidence <laughs> of like a 90-year-old Armenian with just who who needs to earn a check. So I, you have to, it's just a matter of like getting used to it. But LA just also, UK, you have to drive in LA. I know. I know. I, know. I gotta get it. And I and at first I was like, ooh, early in the pandemic, I was like, oh good, the streets are half empty. Like this is my time. So it felt a little easier to navigate. Because, you know, I still need to figure out where I'm going. But people give even less of a fuck. Because there's fewer people. You, people are really comfortable kind of like darting out and like pulling out of the damn uh, Sunoco just right <laughs> into you. It's like, you got to wait. You have to wait. And you know, Michelle, I'm very serious about people who give the hand raise, the thank you hand. Oh, you me, know? that's my whole if thing. You let them in. Wait a minute. And these hoes never give you a thank you hand. Naomi Perrigan, I want to say something to you. If we do not start a religion based on simple hand wave thank yous in a car, I will track a bitch down if I let them in and they don't give me a wave. And by the way, I wave as a passenger in an Uber car. If someone lets my Uber driver in, I give a wave from the back. 
as an extension yes. wave. I, I know. I'm so know. glad you brought that up. But people, you know, because LA, a lot of animals in LA and they don't care. They yeah. don't know. They weren't raised they nice. No, they were not. They were not. They have no home training. And I said, we have let you through. Also, <laughs> you put yourself in such a way that I have no choice. FYI, because you done stuck out half your damn car into my area. They don't care. You should go to Miami. I'm going to actually personally pay for you to go drive. <laughs> but the, we have to make rules. You have to drive every single day in Miami. Okay. And I okay. want you to tell me if you think I think the drivers in Miami. I mean, I'm telling you that when I I'll be like behind someone and I'll go around to like look at them. And it will. it's full Stevie. Stevie Wonder. It's full. And I'm like, <laughs> Stevie, pull over. Like, why are you driving? One time I have to warn you, though, that the one accident that I caused in L.A. was mm. because I was also on no sleep in my Mercury. But a guy was parked by the CBS studio in a driving lane, just parked like no hazards just there. Uh. So I, and I was trying to make a right turn into the studio. So I had to go around him. And as I was going around on no sleep, I looked, you know, I love to fucking look at people. I love it. I'm going to get killed. <laughs> the fact that I've made it 39 years. What a miracle. No one's blown my fucking brains out. And I, I go, I'm in the car and I go to look like, come, dude, come on. Like you're parked. And as mm-hmm. I'm looking slammed into the car, and oh, <laughs> hit this car. And it was dri- it was a brand new Mustang driven by like oh. the most beautiful Saudi Arabian couple who were visiting, oh, yeah. and I was like my t- I was so tired. The point is just don't do the passive aggressive look unless you know for sure yes. you have clearance. Yes, 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 yes. I mean that's you know the passive aggressive look. I as the passenger, I will do that look for you. You know what I mean? <gasps> if you're driving, I want you to focus, but I'm going to give the stank look so you can keep your eye on the road. I'm never leaving the home without you. You're going to have to be in my car. I'm going to be waving and looking stank. Those are your two options. That's all you get from me. We should start a service like an Uber, but where we just sit with you while you drive to do that shit. So you can focus on the road and we'll be like your extension of your emotions. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We'll give the middle finger. Did your parents like curse in the car when you were growing up? Did they get angry road rage? No, not at all. My mom is like, she it's she's a much more chill driver now. But again, I think she grew up in Detroit. So, you know, she drove from a very early age, but then lived in New York. So then whenever I was with her in the car, she was a little like, Naomi, turn the music down. You know what I mean? Like she had to focus. And so she wasn't, (laughs) um, so she didn't like give other people attitude, but she was like in the car, like really intense knuckles, (laughs) knuckles white. Grasping the wheel. Exactly. Mm. A real intense. Yeah. No, my parents, my mother, she really cursed a lot. The energy is passed down. Like, I feel like even the way you described your mom is sort of how you are, too, in the car, because you're, like, nervous a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't talk. Yeah. Don't talk until I finish turning. (laughs) How close to the wheel do you sit? It's a good question. Huh. I thought I was normal, but I've been made fun of for being too close. (laughs) Apparently, I'm close. Okay. I just want you to know, am I a fucking genius? Like, how did I know? The second I thought of you in the car, I'm like, I know Naomi sits too close. I have a friend, Sonal (laughs) Jan. God bless. I love her to death. Little Indian girl, cute as can be. She sits when I tell you... And she's tiny. She's like five feet. The wheel is here and this bitch is here. And I'm like, you know, if God forbid the airbag opens on you, right, it's right. going to burst through your back. Like it's not going right. to stop at your front. <laughs> you have to watch yourself. I am very much upright. I'm very upright. You know what I mean? Like yes. I'm like really fucking straight as an arrow. And I think I'm not close. But then Andy was like, Naomi, why are you hugging the wheel? And I was like, <laughs> I just have to be able to control it. And I was like, well, I guess that's too close. You know what? Great. I had no reason to go back to L.A. until this conversation. And I'm literally going to come just to drive with you. I'm like, this is the (laughs) movie. This is the drive, literal driving force to get me to visit L.A. Because nothing otherwise is bringing me back. Do you miss New York? I do. I will say not in the pandemic necessarily. Mm. um, Because I know that. Yes, I have a little more freedom, right? I can like just walk around in New York and stuff. But what I do like about L.A. is you. I used to hate it, but in a pandemic, I like that I can walk a good two, three blocks before passing another human. That's right. Which is very relaxing. You know, before I used to be like, these streets are dead. I feel like I'm in the opening of a Lifetime movie. But now it feels like, oh, I can kind of relax because, you know, I got a dog. So now I'm a dog mother. So I'm always like out walking around and I kind of love I'm like, oh, God, there's no one here. Has that dog has that dog just changed? I sit. um, So I told you before the show started, I'm here in London. Long story, short story, I'm here. That's all there is to it. Everyone's like, why are you there? I'm like, just don't. I have my reasons. I'm here. And I'm technically quarantining, but I, so I can go to the market and I do Mm. go on walks because I would lose my shit otherwise. Um, And so I sit 
in these parks, just alone on a bench. I stay, nobody wears masks. You would have a fucking heart attack. Really? Naomi? I'm surprised. These people, when I say that these pasty motherfuckers have a death wish <laughs> from above, I'm like, they, nobody wears masks. I got into a fight. What? I have to tell you this story because also I want to talk to you about supermarkets because this is where you, <laughs> you and I, I this is the yes. bonding. But I have to tell you this quickly. I went today to a, a supermarket here called Tesco Express. And so there's mm-hmm. where I'm staying. It's very beautiful. But there's two right next. There's one called Wait Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tesco. Oh, yes. I've heard of that. Wait Rose Wait is Rose. nice. It's like yeah. a little classy. So, of course, again, budget, you know, budget classy <laughs> girl. I've only ever gone to Wait Rose. And then today I thought, you know what? I'm going to like spread the love. I'm going to go to Tesco Express and give them a little mm-hmm. of my hard earned pounds. So I go in and I go to get literally... Two bottles of rosé. This is, by the way, when I come back looking like Nicolas Cage and leaving Las Vegas, you're going to understand why. So I go, I go get two bottles of rosé, um, some like popcorn, dried mango, and mm-hmm. iced coffee. Like truly mm-hmm. diarrhea recipe from the old country. <laughs> I'm standing now and I have my mask on. People, elderly, Naomi, old people who veterans from World War II walking in, no masks. Please hear me. What? And no one stops them. You know, they just come in and then I don't want to be near them because right I also words. don't want to get like, I don't know, what can you get from breath of the rest? Like not just COVID. You know, I don't <laughs> right, want to like right. be near, I don't know. Freaks me out. So yeah. anyway, I'm in line to pay and I have my mask and this lady in front has like all these credit card problems and I'm there for literally 10 minutes holding all this shit. Finally, it's my turn. Oh, I go Lord. up. Donna, the checkout lady, she takes my stuff. She oh, goes, um, can you just lower your mask so I can run an ID check? Lower your mask for the wine. What? Jenna, are you kidding me? In first of all, talk to me. I knew you were gonna love this. Talk to me. Okay, talk to okay. me. Literally, the sickness of one assuming you're big, um, like you're some sort of a thief, and the big get is two rosés, some popcorn, and mango at the Tesco Express. We gotta check ID at the Tesco Express because that's where people come to steal things. Number one, ID check, girl, buy. Secondly, I'm shitting because secondly, I, you're going to shit. I'm so excited. Hit me. Go. <laughs> we had a goddamn pandemic. Donna, you too close to my fucking face. We ain't, you ain't six feet apart from Donna. That's no. not how checkout works. That's not how it works. I'm gonna, by Donna. the way, I do feel like this fight with Donna happened so that I could tell it to you on the podcast. I'm like, you know what? I should go thank Donna tomorrow with a bottle of rosé. I, <laughs> I stood there because she had to take like the sensors off of it because they like rope it all up. I said, no, I'm are you out of your mind? I'm not taking my mask down. She goes, I can't, I can't sell it to you unless you remove your mask. And exactly what you said, like, what is this? Some kind of scheme? I said, look, here's my ID. I had my license. I go, here are like two credit cards with my name on it. Do you think that I've had all these things made fake so that I could buy some <laughs> fucking eight pound rosé at your <laughs> shitty ass convenience store? Like, please, I'm a, I'm a single six foot one m- slightly morbidly obese girl who just wants to watch British dating shows alone and like not be bothered, you know, can you please? And she wouldn't sell. So I said, let me, so now, you know, the funny thing is though, I oh. felt like I was reverse Karening because I was like yeah. doing it for the mask, you know? Yeah. So she goes, do you want me to call my manager? And I was like, yeah. yeah. So the manager, comes, the manager comes mask under the nostrils. Listen to me, Ooh. comes over and he goes, I'm sorry. We just, and I said, well, wh- who makes this rule? I go, I mean, I, you could get sick, you know? And at this point people right. are watching like all these like hot of guys course. at self-checkout are like looking. Cause I, when I tell you that I went full Pelican brief, I was like, <laughs> I, my posture got straight. I was just like, I'm going to yeah. fucking kill these people. And so yeah. he says, look at the sign. It says, we may ask you if you look under 25, I was like, don't start. Oh, right. I went, don't, don't start. <laughs> But And I said, but it doesn't say you must. It says you may. So this is a discretionary thing you're asking me to do. And clearly I don't feel comfortable. So are you just, I said, I buy wine across at White Rose literally every day. They never stop me. I'm like, let me just do it. And they wouldn't. And so I went, I said, this is why so many people are dying in London because nobody's (laughs) taking this seriously. (laughs) I screamed it. I went, this is why people are dying in London because no one's taking this seriously. And I just, I left all my shit. I walked out. Of course, and now you're literally weight rose for life. Now oh. you're weight rose for life. I'm marching in tomorrow, I, like playing taps. I don't even know what I could do to prove to them my loyalty <laughs> forever. I'm gonna have my funeral there in like the sushi section. I love <laughs> weight rose. But you had a viral video that I must say, I really do feel like that the, you and I are spiritually very connected. I don't know if you ever feel this, but 
you no, hit, yes, of course. You hit things sometimes, Naomi Kerrigan, <laughs> that just you like get it. You get an energy. Tell everyone what your beef with Pandemic Trader Joe's. I'm not going to make you repeat it, but what made well, you no, want to go I'll in on you, it? Well, because I, you know, I'm taking the pandemic seriously, so I don't go out often. Certainly not to places where people are gathered. So really, for me, it is the grocery store, right? And so. The grocery store is kind of my window into the way people are handling this, right? Because obviously, I'm in my own world. I'm in my house. You know, the animals, I'll put them in masks if I need to. Cute. And so then, so when I go to Trader Joe's, honey, I was shocked, appalled, baffled, and disgusted by the behavior of people. I was like, what? You know what it is to Michelle? Too many, I guess, too many hoes think they special. And by special, I mean they think they ain't going to get the cocoa. They think that, like, somehow it doesn't apply to them. And so they were out in TJ's, and there was just a relaxation, Mm. a lackadaisical nature that I could not get over. I'm going to kill you for saying lackadaisical. (laughs) I will call. I will end this podcast right now. (laughs) I know. I know what you mean. Go on. I'm so into this. Yeah, I know. I was so mad. And, like... And then, of course, because now I live in a world where I don't see anybody, what do I do with all these feelings? I have to take them to the internet. And so then I just start yelling into my phone or yelling uh, into camera being like, can you imagine? And so that's what happened. Because they like, I, the thing that killed me and when I was like, oh, this has a, this man, I saw a man sniffing a lemon. He was sniffing lemons, Michelle, to I guess see which one was ripest. I don't know why you would do that. I was like, you are not Ina Garten, bitch. And he was sniffing in Trader Joe's, touching him, bringing him to his yeah. mouth region, inhaling, exhaling particles on them damn lemons. Something happens when you go to Trader Joe's. First of all, I have I'm shooting tears. Like I'm I'm dehydrated from crying. <laughs> Something happens to people, including myself, when you walk through the doors of Trader Joe's. It's almost like um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Remember that Nickelodeon <laughs> game show? Yes, yes, yes. With like the silver monkey room, and then there's like the ramps, and you're just like, I gotta get this food before like those guys pop out and like snatch yeah. me away and take my medals. <laughs> you feel like you are on a game show where yeah. you are competing with every other dumb fuck in Trader Joe's. And so even yeah. especially when the pandemic started, because it was like, I mean, in mm-hmm. New York, even now, the lines at Trader Joe's, I always go, what are these people? Idiots? I always think, what are they, idiots? And then I go on an off time when it's empty, and I'm like, oh, I, I fucking <laughs> love it here so much. It's so cheap. It's, everything is like, <laughs> you know, delicious and everything else. But it does turn people into animals in a way that I don't believe any other store, including Costco. I think TJ's is worse wow. than Costco. Is it? Wow, wow, wow. I believe I it. I do think, I, I believe you. You know, I haven't hit up Costco in a while. I just don't, I don't have the closet space for Costco, Oof. quite frankly. So that's need to work on I don't that. have one. I know, I know. Because, you know, I really believe in buying all feminine products from Costco. Because we all know I'm going to be with this period shit for at least another 20 years. Give me I'm, my goddamn bulk. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm 100% getting it on this podcast, by the way. It's like ticking down. <laughs> I'm literally... <laughs> There might be a moment where I'm like, give me a second, and I have to run, pop okay, an ultra wow. in there. So this is us being more connected, because girl, I got mine today. Really? And you know how I ate a cookie for breakfast. <gasps> and that's how you know it's here. I got cramps, and I ate a cookie. Thank you for and doing this. By the way, honestly, day one and day two for me these days are... Yes! I honestly can't... I, I honestly cannot function. Like, I have to lay down, and I can't yeah. be touched or look at anyone. So thank you for doing... I really mean it. Thank you for doing this. On this. Of course. I'm going to show you my and flow I, app so you can see that I'm being serious. It's, it's starting oh, today. Oh, you have an app. You don't use the app. I love it. <gasps> I like it's what's been killing me, though, is I've been getting cramps way too far in advance. Like normally I try to I get them pretty close. And it's like fine. I've been getting them like two, three days before. And I was like, I got time for this. No, I, I have to I apologize. I'm getting mine officially tomorrow. You see where the red underline Friday yes, the 13th. You feel, oh, my God. I know. But it's it's been really tough. I will say this about Costco, Naomi Paragon. Yes, tell me. And um, I'm also excited to like promote all the hilarious shit you have happening. But I really have a problem with Costco in that I'm obsessed with it. Like a good problem. Like I uh-huh. love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And something opposite of Trader Joe's, maybe that's why I feel that way. When I go in, I feel a peace. <laughs> I feel it's like going on Antiques Roadshow. I'm like, oh, 
you never know what you're going to find at Costco because they always have some crazy shit there. Yes. They just, yes. I read a story this week that they're now selling a bottle of Prosecco so big there that it could kill a grown man. That was the headline said it. <laughs> I'm like, it's amazing. Like only at Costco and they sell coffins. So you can get the whole, anything, the whole set. The whole set. And I became obsessed with buying. I, I have an admission to make to you. And I know, Please. and you can read me to filth. I'm saying it to you because I want you to break me down. I 100% have hoarded toilet paper and paper towels. Now, look, the thing is, I ain't going to read you. I'm with you on that. Wow. I'm with you on that, okay? Wow. Load up on your paper products. You, We will be the... Because you know what? In the apocalypse, that's where our power will lie. That's right. People will start giving us foods and medicines in exchange for <laughs> rolls of downy. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be our power. Do it. Do it. Oh, girl. my God. You have, by the way, just consistently surprising me today. Just so much excitement. <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh, I was afraid to tell you. I was like shaking. I was like, Naomi, like I, every time I go, I'm like, I gotta get Charmin. And I gotta tell you something that here in, I actually packed toilet paper for London. I wasn't going to do it. I thought of it. And then my mom was like, you really should separately. And I thought, you know what? It can't hurt. So I have four rolls of Charmin upstairs. They don't, they don't make toilet paper the same way here. It's not nice. Too thin, thin, too thin balls up sticks. Too thin balls up sticks. You know what I mean? And unless you're like the daintiest of dabbers, which God bless. Yeah. But I wipe. Right, I yeah. wipe. I, you know, yeah. I'm a wiper. Course, I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, it's it's not great. It's just not no. good. No, 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 no. That is, that feels very World War II. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel like it's to have such thin toilet paper that just comes apart. I'm just using That's old very paper. like wartime. Old newspapers yeah. like Nixon wins. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> ripping it, wiping it's been fun. Um, so are you, what are you working on now outside of, of everything happening, obviously, which I want everyone to vote right now for Naomi. You are nominated. Please vote for me for a wowie. I'm a wow celebrity on the rise. You can vote every day. I welcome voter fraud. You know, I didn't know I was being nominated. Wow. So I didn't have time to go, you know, make my stump speeches. I didn't have time to travel to the swing states. So now I'm really relying on phone banking podcast banking uh, to really just get people on board. You can vote. Every, like I, first of all, Michelle, I'm up against the entire cast of Drag Race Holland. Shut the fuck Come up. On. Calm the fuck. Yeah, but Holland, no one's going to vote for them. No one's even watched that show. That's not true. But you hear what I'm saying. Also, like you yeah, have yeah, yeah. you have strength, Naomi. Like, I'm sure they're all very funny and yeah. fine. Who else are you up against? Because I'll, I'll kill everyone right now. Go. Thank you so much. There's also there's some there's some Nashville Nashville realtors like some brothers. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find the image of who these guys are. That's over. There's with. some people and they're like Nashville realtors. Evan and Elliot Thomas. No clue. Not and winning. I know someone named Hannah Bromfman, which you know initially I thought had to do with Nexium, but no, she is like in the fitness world. Oh wait a minute, isn't she? Wasn't she in Nexium? Was she in it? But she looks, she's looking biracial to me. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I know that one of the, oh, maybe it was Claire Bromfman. Did you watch those shows? Of course. I watched except the first five because I found um, The Vow to be, how how you going to be about a sex cult born as hell? It was the worst thing I've ever seen. I know. I mean, I was in there prepared. And then, but you know, I think the reason why I was so terrible Mm. Is because they had to use Mark's footage, the guy who was in the cult for like 15 years. But also, Michelle, yeah. what kind of sense does that make keeping a bitch in a cult who records everybody? No, first of if all, you record I know. everyone, you don't get to be in the cult. First of all, you're absolutely right. And it's like Goebbels talking shit about Hitler. Like, you will right. never believe what he did. It's like, you're Goebbels. Get the fuck. You know what I mean? It's like Eichmann going, he's, a lot of shit happened. He, he's dripping. He cray. He yeah. Cray. And you're like, no. Eichmann yelling, he cray. That's a movie. You have to start writing these things down, Naomi. But I agree. It was also, it went on. It was, you know, it was just, it broke me down. I was like, oh, I feel like now I'm weak minded because I've spent nine hours watching the show. I haven't watched the one in stars. Hannah Bronfman, not in Nexium. I just Googled her. Yeah. Um, okay, you found her out. Yeah. I wonder if she, she's part of the Bronfman uh, family though. So I don't want you to yeah. vote for her because she's rich. I don't think rich people exactly. should win awards. No offense. I I, you may be rich. No, I don't I know, but I'm saying she's like billionaire. Oh, no, I'm not. She's billionaire. Fuck off rich. Like she's you know right. I mean. Of course. I mean, look, first of all, if I was rich, you would know, you know what I mean? Cause I think if I was rich, I would not be cool about it. I would be V tacky. I would be V loud. 
And like, I would make a show of buying things. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to know? assume, cause you know, there's some people you never know in comedy. We, there's, yeah, oh no, yeah. There's yeah, some yeah, yeah. Sec- a lot of low key rich, some secret yeah, yeah, yeah. comedy billionaires. And when people find out, they're like, what? Cause you wouldn't know. Cause they seem cool. But it's like, well, right. the reason, one of the reasons a lot of these people have made it is cause they've literally never worked as a legal secretary at the worst <laughs> law firm for five years. Me, unsexy secretary, the original, uh, but okay, go on. And so who else? Is that it? Holland? Um, I, you got Tur- it. Zoe Turr, I don't know who she is. Give me a break. And then Antoinette Clark and Trisha Clark Stone. They're gorgeous ladies. I can't tell if they're twins, but they're certainly sisters. And I guess they wrote a book. Okay. And then someone named Beta Angaroli. How many nominees are there in this thing? There are seven in my category. Mm, so I don't like it. I, you know, I've told my mother to set an alarm so she can vote every day. Everybody should. So she knows to just like click and vote. How many you know? days do we have left to vote? You have at least two weeks to vote. And where can people the, the, vote? The winners are announced on December 4th. Okay. So you have at least two weeks and then you can go to worldofwonder.net and you can vote. Um, Penny, you must. I'm actually going to vote every single day until the cutoff for you. And I encourage all my listeners to do that. Um, it's not a joke. Set a calendar reminder and vote for Naomi. I'm doing this almost out of personal pride. Like, like, cause then when you win, I'll be like, we did it. Like, I'll feel so good it. that we got you in like yes. Biden. You're our Biden now. Like, thank you. you Democracy are. in action. Yes. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to become the Kamala of comedy. That's what I say, honey. Put me in all white. I've got a Jewish husband who supports me. Oh yeah. This you really are. Oh my God. I'm trying. Naomi. I'm trying. I'm I fucking love that Doug, huh? Uh, Kamala's husband. <gasps> I know Doug is such a sweet boy. Doug Don't is, you love how a sweet boy. Doug is? is a sexy little Jew, ain't he? I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, oh, he's got those sweet eyes. Like he just has a sweetness to him, but you know, he's like a little mm-hmm. fucked up. You know, I love that. <laughs> I, and and you, love it. Mm, you love to see it. And Did she's like it? thrilled. Did I see what? Did you see his parents in Costco holding up Kamala's memoir? Okay, I have a picture of I gotta find it. Okay, I gotta say it's like and they were literally in Costco holding up a memoir, a Kamala's memoir, and it was so funny because the also the thing is dad is holding a hat (laughs) while wearing a hat. Like he's about to buy one in Costco, which it was like, yes, this is where you get your fashion. Wait, I'm looking this is what I expect. I should look up parents. The fact that this has come full circle and now like Costco has come into play with Doug. Kamala's husband. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I see it. He's you holding. First of all, are they not the cutest couple? I'm looking at the us. cutest thing I've ever seen. You've got it. Oh <laughs> my God. I love them. Her. She looks just like him. He looks like his mom. Look at that picture. Same yeah, face. Yeah. 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 Wow. I that's live so for her mom haircut. Cute. She's got I a real. What would you call this? It's like if Long Island medium was in a biker gang and she's like a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa Caputo, but like more classy than yes, that. Yes, like a son of anarchy, Long Island medium energy. Yes. But I just also live for them in their like performance fleece. Oh, like dad's yes. in a performance fleece. She's got on a vest. It's just very active senior. She's in his senior. Orvis mint green fleece. I'll tell you Thank something. You. They both look very fit. For they look their, really fit, honey. Wow. They look young and fit to me. Wow. I'm like, are they old enough to be his parents? I wish we were still in that generation where, like, we would have had kids at 20. Because you know, like, I feel like now if I have kids, oh, like by the time they're 20, I mean, I'm hobbling down that graduation aisle. Like, there's no way I'm making it in, <laughs> honey. I'm zooming in. I said, honey, put on the screen. I'm not going. I'm not getting out, <laughs> sitting out in the sun. You think I'm sitting out in the sun at that age? You know, I never thought of it from the parents' perspective how much it must suck to go to graduation for your kids. It actually has to be <laughs> the worst. Because you're right. It's like shriveling. Well, first of all, my college graduation, my grandparents, my father's parents came. And they're mm. five feet tall. This is a twist in my DNA. that Wow. It's We don't like to ask too many questions. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> but they're very, very tiny. And uh, my joke is that when we walked in, they looked like good and evil, like on either side, because they were they're mini. And we also didn't really get along. They didn't know what was going on. Um, how was your? Do you remember your graduation from college or no? I feel like it's a faint memory. Yeah, like I remember in that because like so that was May, and it was I went to school in Connecticut, and it was like ridiculously cold. And because I had already, and I remember so distinctly. You know, you have like the outfit you're gonna wear, right? So I packed a cute little like graduation dress under my gown and it was literally 55 degrees. I was sitting, we were outside freezing. Yeah. And I just remember being like, 
oh no, this is going to be a long one. But um, so wonderful. And then I was going to be like, you just have to focus until you walk across. And luckily, you know, I'm an E, so I'm going to go relatively quickly mm. in the process. They were going alphabetical, and I was like, you just got to walk across the stage and not look hungover and not look <laughs> like you're like cold and sad. And so once I did that, and like once I like walked across, I was like, okay, wake me up when it's over. You were done. And then I just like laid down in my seat and just took a little nap. You know what I just thought as you said the hangover thing, what's kind of nice is that I feel like in both my high school and my college, they really like tried to make it exciting for us. Like not the actual ceremony, but the last week of senior year, there were like Mm -hmm. fun events and things. And I'm like, it's nice because, you know, when you think about it, like they don't have to do shit. Like they got your money. You can just get the fuck out, like get your diploma and get out, get a job. So it's kind of sweet that they actually are like, let's do something fun for the kids. Yes. Senior week is the best. I remember staying like I was there well before I was a senior. Like every year I would stay for senior week. I was like, oh, it's just everyone hanging out with no requirements. I'm in. So fun. And it was so fun. It was very like, oh, God, don't you just sometimes miss college in that it's the least responsibility you'll ever have. And it's you're probably your best, your best bod. Not for me. Not for me. No. My best bod. My best bod was was junior year. But junior year. You know, actually, I'm going to say something to you. I don't know if I've ever said this out loud. I want to say it was my, maybe my junior or senior year. And I had this coat and I remember trying it on with like, just like my lingerie under it just to see how it looked. And I remember Mm -hmm. thinking like, I look fucking hot. So maybe I just had at that point a good body, but didn't know how to wield it yet. Cause I was like young still. Mm. I was 20 as a senior and like tall and awkward. I also went to a women's college. So it's not like I was like, you did where Barnard. There were guys, oh, but it my was. Goodness. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know you went to Barnard. Yeah, I mean, it's it was like I call, it was like a lot of Orthodox Jews. You know, I wasn't getting a lot of tips sexually mm-hmm. at Barnard. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, in every sense of that word, I was getting no tips. So, luckily, I became a big time slut after I graduated. But like, you know, it was I, I never took advantage of it. But then I look back at pictures from my junior year. And I genuinely my style was so horrendously bad. It was, even if I had a good body, you wouldn't have known. Cause I was, you know, oversized sweaters. Just, I had no mm-hmm. idea how I dressed and I can't decide if it's because as a tall woman in the year 2000, there weren't mm-hmm. a lot of options for me. Cause like online shopping wasn't really a thing. So I couldn't get right. cute stuff. Like I was kind of in the men's department a lot. Like there was a, a tough area for me. Yeah. 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 To fill. Getting those long pants. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or if I was just like, dorky I mean it's both I think I was just like also very dorky you know and I was like the funny girl you know so yeah I don't and I don't miss college now oh really oh I don't think you are I like I I but I don't really know stuff like right now I'm wearing an old navy dress Mm. with a with a Costco legging and that is like in a way quarantine is my ideal time I get to dress in the flowy way that I would like which is just kind of like shapeless yeah you know what i mean like like i want to start like a cult but it'll be like a cult where you don't have to have sex but you do have to give me your money and we just wear very shapeless fashion um hello david koresh no he made you have sex who's the one <laughs> uh heaven's gate they loved a nike they loved a legging they <laughs> are you kidding me they but, go on but you don't have to kill i don't i don't want you killing yourself like we're literally just hanging out like our cult is just like a hangout time yeah multiple tvs you would have a loved barnard that was barnard basically for four years a bunch of women just like completely alone, saddest girls, you know? Um, yeah, it's funny. I wouldn't want to go back to college years. And then also I was a senior. Well, what time is it? I guess I'll bring nine 11 up. No, I won't. But I was a senior when it happened. So it was also like that year was kind of oh, God, yeah. tainted obviously. Yeah. And I don't know. There was just like college was fun. Did you study abroad? I didn't. Um, I didn't at the time, which I really wish I had. Yeah. So then like I, I went to Australia 2008 to 2009. Wow. Like that was me being like, I want to go abroad. I want to like do the, it's the first place I got paid to do comedy too. Wait. I got a hundred dollars oh for God. five minutes of a corporate gig. Wait, Naomi, I never knew that you lived in Australia. When you were there for a whole year? Under a year. So like <gasps> it was a year visa. And then like I kind of came back. I did some more traveling. Like I went to Sweden. Wow. And, um, I was somewhere else. So I came back like just shy of a year, probably like nine months. Honestly, like I have so much respect for that. You have no idea. And I always say anytime, obviously pandemic aside and forget my location right now, but anytime you can really go somewhere and explore the world, I've never been to Australia and it's one of my greatest regrets. I'm dying to go there. Did you love living there? You can do it. I, I 
did like it. You know, I was there. I was twenty five to twenty six, mm-hmm. and it was very much like, holy shit, I'm on the other side of the world, and like anything could happen to me. Like it's meaning like you're alone and just like having to keep your wits about you. I found like a room and it's like older couples, not older, probably my mom's age, but like they had a room in their house, like kind of a little like studio, you know? And so I stayed there and then there was like a German boy who had like the other room and he and I are still friends to this day. Like we always just like, we'll like video and message and he'll be like, you still doing comedy? And like, you know, he'll be like to calling me at like, what is 3 a.m. in Berlin? Sweet. You know, like I'm like, so you've had a couple of cocktails. So Berlin. You- <laughs> I know. And he's like, he's like, what's going on? Um, so it's, um, so that's like nice. I, I did love it. It was a little, you know, a little too racial, like mm. really early on. Like that's kind of why I knew I couldn't stay because I was like, it's, it's a, it's a lot to be in a place where anytime people look at you, they know you're not from there. Yeah. So I it just that. constantly invites, you know what I mean? Like I remember early, like probably the day three, I was going to get some like dress pants. Cause you know, I didn't, again, I didn't pack right. And I had some interview and so I go to get dress pants and I'm like reaching, you know, at the rack and this random girl comes out of nowhere and just rubs my arm no. and goes, ooh, your skin. <gasps> girl. That's insane. I, I was not used to it. <laughs> like, so like, it was, it was, it was beautiful. I'm so glad I did it. Mm. I miss it. I would love to go back. I went to New Zealand too, which wow. I really want to go to. Dying especially because honey. To go there. It's so nice, but it's true. It's like, I felt like the decision to go there abroad was because it's such a far trip. It takes so long. I never, I was like, you're never going to go on a vacation here. Yeah. Because it takes you a day, like 24 hours just to get there. So if you want to go live somewhere, that's like kind of how I picked it. And so I was like, it's you know. true though. That flight, yeah. I, you know, I'm always convinced that they're going to have to wheel me off on a gurney in like a, a with a toe tag on after 24 hours, me on a plane, unless I'm like in first, you know, cause my I veins, know. my veins are always on the verge of clogging. You know that my, look how long I am. <laughs> my veins are always, I can hear them squeaking. I can hear the blood rushing through them. Um, but wait, it's interesting. The racism in Australia, I imagine is just so difficult too, because they are known. I mean, they were like a penal colony and like how they treated the Aborigines mm-hmm. was not human. I, it, they're right. known for all of that horrible stuff. So it it saddens me that you had that experience and not that long ago. I mean, 12 years ago. But they ago. weren't even that even, but it was interesting too because it's like, it wasn't always like. Bad. Because I was American, there was like another layer and people like thought it was cool. And then like, even when I was, and I felt like New Zealand was a totally different vibe. Hmm. Like they were chill because I think they also, they treated their indigenous people better historically in yeah. that they acknowledged they were people and were like, okay, you live here too. Like <laughs> early on. And so I think that even that changed the flavor of it. But in Australia, it was also just like a weird, like, like on one hand, it was, like on one hand, I say, I'm like, they were throwing dicks at me, Mish. Like really? that would have been my time. Like if I wanted to be, if I was like trying to get it, I was like, I like kind of just come out of my like hookup phase where I was like, eh. But they were, honey, they were you throwing were not, left to right. I honestly was going to ask one of the, I would think the main reason to go to Australia is to like fuck the hottest guys on earth. I mean. Well, I trust me. I got, I got a couple. Yeah. Don't worry. I got, I got, I got some in, but not the extent to which, like, I remember I was like in some bar and their equivalent, I want to call it the Australian, the Sydney version of WeHo. And it was like so fun. And like these like little, like these like young gay boys are like whispering and I'm like, and looking at me. And of course I'm immediately like, what's wrong with my face? And then they're like, are you famous? They just like came up to me and were nice. like, are you famous? And I was like, no. Thank you, though. But then they were like, can we buy you a drink? Like, people were very warm and very friendly. Oh, I got it. But it was always kind of this tinge of because you're black. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, let me touch your hair or let me do whatever. Like, all this kind of stuff where it was like, honey, you know, honey, I'm just trying to live. I'm not comparing, obviously, but I would say as a tall woman, just in that well, no, same yes. vein of yeah. people thinking it's okay to comment on my body and my size. Like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. obviously the, uh, pain bodies attached to that are wildly different, but in the similar, you know, uh, thing right, where like you're for public consumption, you're that's for right. public consumption. Yes. Where it's yes, just yes, like, yes, yeah, totally. like I'm like, Oh my God. Like, and everyone wanted to comment on it and asking about my parents and all kinds of things. And I'm going, <laughs> or like if I play sports and I'm like, don't you think if I played sports, like I'd be fucking hot like get out of my sight no I don't say it but can we end part one and then we'll come back with Naomi Fair again for part two on Thursday who I'm having 
I got to tell you something. I wasn't feeling well today. And I actually was like, I have Corona every day. I think it, but you <laughs> have healed me from Corona. I feel I'm having the best time wow. with you. Genuinely. Um, if you, love. you don't already subscribe to Naomi's podcast, couples therapy, do that now vote for her, for her Wowie award for wow. Liberty on the rise. Do it every day for the next two weeks. Uh, just go to, um, at worldofwonder.net and you can vote there. Um, next episode, we're going to talk about her hit single, uh, and ringtone. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it yet. Um, and God, you have so much shit going on, honestly. Well, we'll talk about all the things you've written for. Um, follow her at Blacktress on Twitter and at Blacktress Comedy on Instagram. The funniest. Naomi, I love you. We'll be back on Thursday. Be the best. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.